Willie Jackson's I'm your host, the one, the only, Willie Jackson. All right, guys. Uh, man, I've been I've been just cranking them out lately, but I know you guys are probably like getting sick. You're like, man, dude, Willie, how come you're coming out with all this sweet stuff? And like, you know, we we can't even listen to it all. And I'm like, well, you know what? <laughs> you're gonna learn how to be badass, and and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to educate you guys. You know, get you on my level, man. So I'm trying to throw these out here. Um, this one is pretty interesting. I, I just ran across it randomly. We were, we were talking around the, the water cooler the other day, actually say water cooler. It was literally just a wire spool sitting in the middle of a field, but you know, we were just, you know, chopping it up and everyone's like, dude, you know what would happen if, uh, like Yellowstone like erupted, bro? And, and I was like, you know what? I was like, oh, let's, let's do one on Yellowstone. Hey, you know what? America has to be one of the most beautiful countries in the world. From the Grand Canyon to the Rocky Mountains to the beaches on two of the world's oceans and beyond, the list just goes on and on. There are so many beautiful parts of the United States that the country established its own National Park Service back in 1916 in an effort to help maintain and protect them. And in total, the service is now in charge of 63 of these protected areas and when combined together, they cover an area of 85 million square kilometers, which is roughly the same size as the entire country of Germany. One of the most famous of these US national parks is Yellowstone. It's located in the northwestern corner of the state of Wyoming with some overlap in Montana and Idaho and it covers roughly 9,000 square kilometers of land. Yellowstone is well known for its abundance of wildlife and its many geothermal features. Particularly Old Faithful, a geyser that regularly blasts water 50 full meters into the air approximately every 90 minutes. Over 4 million people visit the park to take in all of these sites every year, but Yellowstone is harboring a dangerous secret. It's located just atop a slowly ticking time bomb the largest supervolcano, not only on the North American continent, but also anywhere on the planet right now. And it has a bit of a troubled past. You see, the Yellowstone caldera that we know today was actually formed by several titanic volcanic eruptions that took place a long, long time ago. One of them took place 2.1 million years ago, another that took place 1.3 million years ago, and the most recent taking place approximately 664,000 years ago, long before Homo sapiens had ever arisen over in Africa. The last of those that surrounds the Yellowstone Lake ended up ejecting so much material during the blast that it left a 55 by 80 kilometer depression in the ground that we now know today as the current Yellowstone caldera. And each of these three colossal events is what is known geologically as a super eruption, meaning that on the Volcano Explosivity Index, they would all be listed as a magnitude 8 or higher, and at a minimum, at least 1,000 cubic kilometers of material was ejected during the most recent blast. Which is, well, insane to comprehend. 
because that would basically be enough volcanic ash, lava, and other material to bury the entire state of Texas one and a half meters deep. If we look at the geological history of Earth, we know that on average, the planet suffers from one of these supervolcanic blasts roughly once every 100,000 years. The most recent such occurrence was the New Zealand Lake Topo volcano, which blew up approximately 26,500 years ago. But by looking at the history of the Yellowstone eruption specifically, a disturbing pattern begins to look like it's emerging. The second most recent explosion took place about 800,000 years after the third most recent, while the most recent one happened about 636,000 years after that one. And as mentioned previously, this most recent event happened 664,000 years ago, which is 28,000 years longer than the time between these two most recent explosions. This is one of the biggest reasons why Yellowstone in particular often receives so much attention in the global press. However, experts and scientists have repeatedly assured the public that an eruption at Yellowstone any time in the near future is exceedingly unlikely and the volcano's current status is dormant. Based on over 30 years worth of research, the evidence gathered suggests that while, yeah, it's theoretically possible, a mega eruption isn't likely to happen any time within the next 10,000 years. Keep in mind that on the geologic timeline, it took roughly 800,000 years between event number 3 and event 2, which is 136,000 years longer than we've gone now since event 1. But that's not really any fun. If Yellowstone defied all of the odds and blew up today anyway, how bad would it actually- Yellowstone volcanic system itself is huge. Like, it's way bigger than you probably think it is. For example, the magma chamber that lies underneath the national park today is estimated to be a single connected chamber that is 60 kilometers long, 29 kilometers wide, and 8 kilometers deep, and holds an absolutely absurd amount of molten lava. This chamber is fed by a gigantic plume of molten rock that wells up from hundreds of miles beneath the Earth's surface. And fascinatingly, as this magma rises up into the chamber and cools, the ground above will periodically rise and fall. And because of this, the elevation of ground within the Yellowstone Park will fluctuate up or down by a few inches a year. Now, before any massive eruption would take place, it would very likely be preceded by a huge amount of seismic activity, basically a warning sign that something really bad was about to happen. Many seismologists estimate that there could be substantial earthquakes preceding any blast at Yellowstone that would last for weeks or even months beforehand as rock below gets broken up by magma as it surges further and further up towards the surface. Here, pressure would continue building and building and building and with increasing intensity until, with nowhere left to go, the magma would explode through the ground in a cataclysmic eruption, with debris getting flung as high as 24 kilometers up into the stratosphere. Shortly afterwards, the lava flows themselves would engulf the surrounding area and anywhere inside a range of 65 kilometers from the epicenter would be in danger of becoming literally buried in lava, which is basically the entire territory of the national park itself. Beyond this immediate danger of burning, the blast would eject a thousand cubic kilometers of material up into the sky. 
creating a type of umbrella cloud expanding evenly in all directions and darkening the skies over most of the North American continent. This cloud would rain down toxic volcanic ash across the entire mainland United States. Wyoming, Idaho, Colorado, Montana, and Utah will, however, experience the most significant devastation and will probably be almost completely buried with up to a meter thick of hot volcanic ash. Denver, Salt Lake City, and Boise will be severely damaged or just outright destroyed. Meanwhile, across the Midwest, Nevada, and southern Alberta, there would still be inches of ash coating everything in sight. Even the Atlantic and Pacific coasts would likely see a small dusting, although much of it would be highly dependent on the time of year and weather patterns involved. Basically, if you're looking at this map, everything in blue would be completely wiped out. Everything in purple would be highly damaged. Everything in orange would be sort of damaged. And everything in yellow would be mildly damaged. The North American continent would take a pretty significant bruise. But the worst part of all of this would obviously be the terrible toll that it would take on human life. With a full meter of ash possibly being poured down upon you and your city, even if you are not close enough to see the volcano, it could still possibly kill not only you, but also plants, animals, and even crush buildings with the sheer weight of dense ash deposits. Even just a few inches of ash can completely ruin farmland, clog up roadways, and create serious respiratory issues for large amounts of the population. Not to mention that it would take out key infrastructure, contaminate water supplies, down power lines, prevent nearly all air travel on the entire continent, and even take out electrical transformers, which would bring America's power grid to a complete and utter halt. What could be even worse is that the ash would likely wipe out the entire Midwest's crop of corn and soybeans, and could even poison the farmland for an entire generation. This would make food production within the United States severely crippled, and America would likely have to rely on food imports from other continents in order to survive. But beyond the absolute chaos going on across North America, a volcanic eruption this big would also have a major impact on the global climate and affect everybody who lives on this planet in some way. You see, volcanoes can emit sulfur aerosols that are capable of reflecting sunlight back away from the Earth, which causes the climate to cool down. For example, most recently when Mount Pintabu erupted in the Philippines in 1991, it's estimated that it cooled the planet by an entire one degree for at least a few years. And that's not to mention the Great Tambora eruption, which occurred in Indonesia in 1815. That eruption, which was rated as a Category 7 on the Explosivity Index, is believed to have cooled the planet enough to damage crops around the world, potentially even causing several severe famines in certain areas. There was even snowfall during the month of June in the eastern half of the United States that year as it became known as the year without a summer. These eruptions, however, were relatively tiny events when compared to what a supervolcanic Yellowstone eruption might look like. Although it's hard to say with any kind of certainty, scientists estimate that, with the amount of material that would be ejected into the atmosphere, the planet might cool by as much as 10 full degrees for an entire decade following a cataclysmic eruption at Yellowstone. 
Obviously, a change in the climate that huge would cause a global catastrophe, as crops around the world would be affected likely endangering the lives of hundreds of millions of people and doing untold amounts of damage. FEMA, the U.S. Federal Emergency Management Agency, even published a rough estimate on what it thought the total damage cost to the United States would be in the event that Yellowstone ever actually blew. In that report, they estimated that it would cause roughly $3 trillion in damages, or almost 14% of the entire United States GDP. So, yeah, Yellowstone blowing up like this would be really, really bad for everybody. But it's more than likely not gonna actually happen during any of our lifetimes unless one of you becomes immortal. Because if you look at the frequency of the last three big eruptions, the odds of one happening in any given year are roughly 0.0001%, which is actually lower than the odds of civilization getting wiped out by an asteroid. So this isn't really a problem that you have to worry too much about right now. But maybe there's another problem or challenge that you are facing right now for a big personal goal or a passion project that you've been really excited to start but you're not quite sure that you have the skills required to do it just yet. One of the most common questions that I get asked by people is how to get started creating videos on YouTube or how I create my videos. So if that's the case with you and you're looking for guidance, Skillshare can seriously and massively help you out. A bit over five years ago now, I was in that exact same position when I was wanting to start my YouTube channel, but I had no idea what I was doing or how to get started. I was in college and I never studied animation or video editing or art while at school and I doubted my abilities to create anything that anyone would actually want to watch. I ended up teaching myself over years by watching tutorial videos online here on YouTube, but eventually I got introduced to Skillshare and through targeted classes like this one called Make Animated YouTube Videos by Evan from Polymatter, who's since become my friend. I accelerated my learning even further since Skillshare classes will guide you step by step through the process. And this class in particular helped me create the video that you just finished watching. If you want to start creating your own videos like mine, this is a perfect place to get started. But regardless of what it might be you want to do, Skillshare has options like this for nearly everything. Maybe you want to learn how to take awesome looking professional photos on your phone. There's a class for that by Dale McManus over there called iPhone Photography, How to Take Pro Photos on Your iPhone. Or maybe you just want to improve your own productivity. My friend Ali Abdal has a master class over there on this as well. The greatest thing about Skillshare is that when you become a member, you can take any of these classes as well as thousands of others on nearly any subject you can imagine, ranging from animation and graphic design to web development and drawing, any of which can help you find a new passion, help you get ahead in school, or give you the skills needed for career advancement. It's the absolute perfect activity for whenever you have a lot of free time or when you're staying at home, and with its varying difficulty levels, it's still great whether you're a beginner or an expert. And best of all, the first 1,000 people who click the link down in the description will get 30% off of an annual premium membership so you can go and explore your creativity. And if you've already done a free trial of Skillshare, you can still take advantage of this offer. By doing this, you can achieve all of your own personal learning goals, and it really helps support real-life lore at the same time. So go ahead and check them out, and as always, thank you for watching. Where I was, I realized life was a game.
more seriously. I took things. The harder the rules became. I had no idea what it cost. My life passed before my eyes. I found out how little I've accomplished. All my plans denied. So as you read this, so my friend, I'd love to stay with you all. Smile when you think of me. My body's gone. That's Or to Lamont. Or to miss me. Jeff was him. Jeff here. These are the last words I'll ever speak. And they'll set me free. And we will make America metal again. Thank you. God bless you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you.